1: Find yours in online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Viosa, And I'm Mala. We're the creators of Locatora Radio,
2: a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying A, a podcast. podcast.
0: Welcome to Locatora Radio season nine. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen.
6: Hello and welcome. It's our number three, our number three of our radio program. And we pull out the report card to give a letter grade to Rob Manford and Major League Baseball. They announced a brand new look to the Midsummer Classic, the All-Star Game, a fashion change. Could not have screwed this up more. If you're Major League Baseball, we'll explain why. That and Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Coming up right now, here it is, hour number three. You did what? No, you didn't do that, did you? You you, you did it? Why would you do that? Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we talk the hind legs off a donkey, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from deep inside the magic radio box of the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Good to have you hanging out with us. Our lead this hour comes from baseball. Uh, No, it's not the no-hitter. The Cubs tossed a combined no-hitter. I would say if you were to rank no-hitters, the combined no-hitters, the least impressive of the no-hitters, but it was a no-hitter at Dodger Stadium. Dodgers have been no-hit as a franchise 20 times more than any other team in baseball. But our lead this hour actually comes from the catwalk of baseball. It has been revealed this week that Major League Baseball will break the mold. They're going away from tradition. Now, what is this all about? It is at the All Star game, which has become very controversial. The All Star game. Baseball made a mistake of moving the All Star game. Shouldn't have done that. And now they've compounded the mistake by doing something stupid, also. In addition to that, now, I don't know if you you heard about this or not. Perhaps not. But we have learned that Major League Baseball has decided, you know, that tradition we've had at the All Star game regarding uniforms. Well, we're going to throw that out the window. They are standardizing. Standardizing the All-Star uniform across both All-Star teams. Right? Players will no longer just simply wear their regular jerseys, which has been great. Nobody has a problem with it. Instead, the National League All-Stars will be in bright white uniforms. Major League Baseball's American League representatives will be in navy blue. And they, they will have... The, the teams they normally play for will be represented by a large block letters on the left side of the jersey and individual logos. There's also some hats, specialty hats that are used. The uniforms, we are told, were designed by Nike, which makes sense because Nike is in business with Major League Baseball and vice versa. It will also feature the dark cap with individual team logos on them, more on that in a minute. Now, immediately, baseball has been panned as we grapple with this decision by by the people that run baseball. Uh, those of us that care about baseball chow down on this nonsense and just, just are like, what do we do? I roll my eyes. Uh, this new look for the Midsummer Classic. Now, let us discuss the question, what letter grade? I've seen the uniforms. What letter grade do you give Major League Baseball's fashion sense for their new All-Star jerseys? Yes. On the Maller report card, this is a solid, well-earned F-. minus. That is a failure. Try the class again. All right, so my views on this, you've got earplugs, happy hour, and peace offering. And we will connect all of these things together. Into a nice, neat package, and we'll, hopefully you'll like it. We'll send it out next day. All right, now, first of all, Rob Manford, the guardian of the game, right? The steward of the game, Rob Manford, continues to pick up L's at a consistent rate. Major League Baseball's marketing arm totally botched this. It's like a clown juggling, dropping all of the balls they were juggling. The people running baseball are tremendously bad at reading the room. Now, I'm in business here as a radio guy. I mean, the the advertising business is what we do in radio, right? But in any business, I don't care whether you're you're a, a truck driver or you're working security, you're a police officer, whatever you do. The golden rule of business is to know the customer. Know thy customer. And there are only two options to what happened here. Baseball either ignored the market research on what the customers wanted, or they just didn't bother to do any. Those are the only options available. Now, we believe that they knew exactly what was going to happen, that there would be a whole bunch of blowback, and it would go over about as well as an acid rainstorm. And so what did baseball do? Did they say, well, maybe we shouldn't do that? No, they did it. So instead, they got some of Bobby Bonilla's earplugs from back in the day and just decided to ignore the noise. You can file this one under a time-tested category of trying to fix a problem that doesn't exist. That's what bureaucracies do. That's what corporations do oftentimes, right? You try to fix a problem that does not exist. It's one of the reasons the political class in Washington, D.C. is all effed up. They try to fix problems that don't exist. Now, instead, uh, what baseball has managed to do here is annoy the customers. And it's not just the sentimentalists and the historians. I am not a hardcore historian or sentimental type uh, baseball fan. I like the history of baseball, but I don't worship it. And I have suggested some wild changes to, to speed up baseball, to change baseball and all that. But this is one where I, I put, put my foot down and I say no. Put my foot down and say no. Now, secondly, while Major League Baseball was obviously foolish Foolish to to do this and to to greenlight the the all-star fashion change. There is also some other people we can point the finger at. The design team at Nike needs to get sent to the Who's Gal. This is one of the biggest global companies on this little blue marble floating out in the cosmos. The Nike brand, last I saw, was worth over $34 billion. Probably a lot higher than that. Last I checked, it was over 34000000000 billion. You're telling me that a $34 billion company does not have the top designers and that's, that's all they could come up with? Listen, I know very little about design. You give me 10 minutes and the proper tools, I will design a much cooler all-star uniform than that crap that Nike came up with. So I would advise you to stop smoking the psychedelic drugs that apparently you're smoking there. At the design headquarters. I mean, this looked like a collaboration between Stevie Wonder and the spirit of Ray Charles that they decided to come up with. You talk about bold. I mean, let's do a pirouette on the runway wearing the ugliest beer league softball uniforms we can possibly find. That'll show them who's the boss. Let me tell you something. I guarantee that those jerseys. The jerseys baseball is going to be hawking for the All-Star game. You know where you can get those jerseys? At the discount stores, right? The disc- no one's going to buy those things. Those will be on the clearance rack, and you can get them if you want uh, for pennies on the dollar there. And then to add insult to fashion injury, and this is the thing that really got me upset, and this is the thing that caused this to rise up to the level of a malor monologue. Major League Baseball has decided yet again to spin a loogie in the fan Around the country of baseball, they have decided to give a tribute to the cheating a-holes from Houston, the Astros, on every hat. Now, what is my evidence? Take a look at the cap here. The all-star cap, all the caps will have the team logo imposed over a star. It looks like that atrocious, ugly makes you want to vomit hat of the Astros, the cheating Astros. It's utterly horrifying. And so yet again, at every opportunity, at every opportunity, Rob Manford continues to send out dog whistles that he fully supports the cheating espionage scandal that took place in Houston in the All-Star game. You're honoring the Astros by putting that ugly logo. It was, I saw a photo of the Yankee hat, the great Yankee logo, the NY, the interlocking NY, a classic hat, and they put that ugly A-hole star right behind it. How dare them? How dare them? Right, final thought. So there is still time to avoid this abomination. Time is running out. The All-Star game's in a few weeks, but less than three weeks away from the All-Star game. Uh, they can change the laundry. It's easy to do, simple fix. Usually, what they do in the All Star game, the teams where the players use their own hometown uniforms and then they put a patch on the jersey. It doesn't take long to sew a patch. You can do it. Uh, they need to reassess and reevaluate this nonsense. Major League Baseball has the power to simply pull the plug on this, and they should go down to the beach. I recommend this summertime, right? Beautiful summertime in the city. Go down to the beach and, and, and hold a large bonfire. Like a really big bonfire, and put all the jerseys in there and burn, baby, burn, burn, baby, burn. Put your tail between your legs and retreat to fight another day. Now, the odds of that happening, the odds of Major League Baseball doing a U-turn, uh, don't hold your breath. Uh, I'm gonna—I'll set the uh, line. It's not zero, but it's like I'm gonna go plus fifteen hundred, which implies a six percent chance. Implies a six percent chance. Now, why is that? Major League Baseball is at the mercy of the swoosh. And I've been hearing this for some time, that that Nike is upset with baseball. They're also upset with the NFL, but this is a baseball story. My moles tell me that the people at Nike have been furious that the vast majority of baseball teams have been unwilling to change their sacred uniforms in any way. Now, there's always teams like Tampa Bay and the Padres that change their uniform Seemingly every year, the Seattle Mariners go through a lot of uniforms. But Nike is booking on, they were booking on the fact that they could get to tweak some of the other uniforms of the iconic franchises, and it hasn't happened. And Nike's business model is built on flooding the market with all kinds of different products that are overpriced and people eat them up. Uh, The culture in baseball put the kibosh on that. They put the kibosh on that. And as a result, the all-star jersey change. This is what I I've determined is a peace offering by by the people at baseball. Hey, you know, give us a break. You know, I know you wanted to change all the jerseys, and the Cardinals don't want to change, and the Red Sox and the Yankees, and the, I understand. But we'll let you change the all-star jersey. All right, this is an attempt to pacify the Nike overlords, the uh, the big uh, muckety mucks over there at Nike. I'm convinced that that is what this is. So good luck. But that is a a bad-looking, bad-looking piece of of memorabilia. And I like most sports jerseys. I mean, it's pretty hard to screw up a jersey. Uh, They they screwed it up. They should put acid all over that. That is a uh, bad look.
7: Unbelievable.
6: Yeah, it's terrible, man. I, 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 you it, when I first
7: saw these, uh, I didn't I didn't know these were for the game until right uh, believe right now because they yeah. come out with these jerseys all every year, but it's for for uh, home, run home run derby, derby right? and yeah, batting yeah, practice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I no, can't believe is... they're gonna wear these for the actual game, man. I actually Bad like look, the All Star game. I like when all the teams are out there in their in their in their home or road jerseys. That's one of the favorite things I like to see about the All Star game. Oh, I'm, I'm right great. there with you. I think uh, it's great. Uh, yeah, unbelievable, man. I can't yeah. believe this. This looks like a bad softball uniform. It's is terrible. It's it's disgusting. Yeah,
6: so it's a <laughs> it's a baseball atrocity. I'm some
7: I'm like one of those people that goes out and buys like these stuff. I ain't buy any of this garbage, man. It's nasty. Even the even the yeah. All Star game has this nasty. Well, look at the hat. How bad are the hats there? Putting yeah, they're the, ugly. They, they look like the every team's now the Astros.
6: See, I said it properly. Said it bad. Oh. Yeah, unbelievable. All right, 87-99 on Fox. If you'd like to be part, 877-996-6369. You can join the festivities. And DJ Pat in San Diego says, Perfect monologue, Benjamin. I am old school, an old school fan, but enjoy the new flair of baseball. But these uniforms are horrifying. Yeah. Uh, Chip in the queues, longtime member of the Maller Militia, Brigadier General, says, The thing is, Nike is so huge and popular, I suspect there would be uh, what's the word here I don't know it's different people I guess willing to buy pieces oh sheeple he said a, a people uh, willing to buy pieces of steaming dog crap as long as it has the Nike logo on it yeah I I would I would tell you I mean there's a small it's, it's like the people that love Disney you know whatever Disney comes out with we all know we all every family I'm convinced has somebody in the family that collects Disney memorabilia and has an a, like a huge collection I have it in my family. I assume you do too. And it's like nobody it doesn't matter how crappy the product is, it's a you know it's a Mickey Mouse. I've got to get it. So uh Manic Mike says, I do not agree with you often, Ben, but your all-star monologue was an A plus. Rob Manford made the decision to change the uniforms when he was the in the same condition he was when he was presenting the Dodgers World Series speech. That's a good point. Uh maller Prop guy from Parts Unknown, I think he's in SoCal, says All-Star hats with an Astros theme. Ugh. Thank goodness you shared this after Chris and Houston's final call this week. That was an intentional act. That was an intentional act by me. We'll press on. We have lame jokes coming up later this hour. We'll take a lot of your phone calls as well. We've got some wonderful elevator music. Some wonderful elevator music we'll give you. Who doesn't like a little elevator music in the middle of the night? We'll get to that and... I will take a bow for being right yet again. We'll get to that as well. We'll do it next.
8: Hey, Tattoo Tatuva! Tatuva, you're a kid! Boo!
9: Hey, up!
6: Check it for the buzzer! Boo!
10: Hey, up! Um! Ump, pat him
11: down real quick. Check for the buzzers!
7: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all-new episodes,
2: You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
9: Listen up, Mallor Militia. The Ben Mallor Show is the show of the people, by the people, for the people. Join the movement and follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Mallor and you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most funny sound bites of the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24.
8: Been spending most their lives living in the gangsta paradise.
9: And he, he likes to sing every now and then. Sometimes I hear him in the bathroom here at Fox Sports Radio. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. That's where many great concerts have taken place. The, Damn right. The
6: toilet. Good acoustics. You ever sing in the shower, Eddie? You ever drop uh, bars? No. Yeah, I don't either. Every once in a while, I might break into
9: tune. I sing in the car sometimes. What do you sing? Whatever. Oh, all right.
6: All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. Mark Mann, the Bronco fan, we began the hour talking about the Major League Baseball All-Star jerseys, which are just horrific. Mark Mann, the Bronco fan, says Nike needs a drug test. E. Rocker says, solid monologue, those jerseys are atrocious. Looks like a Nike executive that one of their toddlers designed them in Microsoft Paint. I could have done a better job in my sleep. I usually buy a Padre hat every year with the All Star logo, but not this time. Hard pass. Yeah, I agree with you, E. Rocker. That's not a good looking. Good looking hat for, for you know, I guess if you're in Houston, it's a good looking hat because it's it, that's what your team looks like. Uh, Phillips says I think you're giving Nike much too much credit on the uniforms. I'd wager Major League Baseball executives wanted multiple design iterations. So he says this is a baseball issue. Uh, I think I'm right. I'm, I'm gonna go with myself being right. Uh, who else do we have here? Page down, page down. Our guy Inca Terror. Says Stevie Wonder and Ray Charles, hilarious, Benny. Well, at least I don't have to see the coming monstrosity. Yeah, uh, it's a good point. Uh, Justin in Cincinnati, it's his birthday week. A lot of birthdays this week. Uh, says, I, I bet Nike just used one of those kids from the sweatshop in China to design the uniforms, just trying to save a buck. No. Well, I, I think the kids at the sweatshop would actually do a better job than the people that design these jerseys. I'm going to give the kids more credit. Uh, than that, We have elevator music, but I did want to say that the last hour I made a comment and Eddie seemed gobsmacked by it and all that stuff. So uh, the Bobcat wrote and says, when Ben says something nonsensical like he just did about the NFL not allowing one helmet because of safety, uh, he says, look it up because he knows what he said is wrong and there's nothing out there about it. Everybody here is dumber because of what you said. Signed the Bobcat. Well, Bobcat, you're apparently bad at looking stuff up, which I guess is your problem, not my problem. But in 2013, the National Football League put a rule in. They instituted a rule that restricted all teams to using just one helmet per season. It wasn't very popular. It was unpopular. We were here and I did monologues about it back in 2013. That's why I remember it. Uh one of the reasons, one of the factors that the NFL did that. They claimed that it was being done in the name of players' safety. Right? It says player safety and all that. That's what they claimed. You have one helmet for the entire year, and you can't switch back and forth. That's it. And so in your face, Bobcat and Eddie, by the way, who didn't know that story. Bad job by you. Bad job by the Bobcat. Right yet again.
9: That's not what I heard you say, though. You said something about... That's what I
6: said. They were only allowed one helmet. You cannot have multiple uh, helmets. That's exactly what I said. we were
9: talking about different colors and styles of helmets, not like wearing... No, Just but that's the, that, that was one of the reasons of
6: they said you couldn't have different colors and all that. They said it at the time. I'm telling you. They said it back in those days. Yeah, go look it up. It doesn't have anything to do with the color of the helmet. It has to do with the like the You were only allowed helmet. one helmet. You couldn't have multiple colored helmets and all that. And then before that, the Philadelphia Eagles and some other teams had, they were using multiple helmets uh, back with different colors and all that stuff. Anyway, all right, let's go to the phones. Who do we have here? Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Pick a caller by their name. Let's go to Lisa in New Jersey. Hello, Lisa.
8: Hola, Benito. Hi, Lisa. What's up,
6: Lisa? I'm
8: wondering, why are you always picking on Ben Simmons because you said nothing about that Joker, Harris?
6: Well, because I like picking on Ben Simmons because he's named Ben. He's giving guys named Ben a bad name. It bothers me.
8: Yeah, but that Joker, Harris, he had like 10 shots from two feet away, and he missed every single one.
6: Yeah, well, I could have told you that. I saw that guy up close, Tobias Harris. He's not that good.
8: Yeah, I
6: know, but you can pick on him too.
8: Nah, I like to. I mean, I'm, I mean I'm a
6: bully. Lisa, I'm a bully. I like to, you know, as a bully, I pick one guy and then beat him up. Doc Rivers, uh, Ben Simmons, uh, you know, good dad, well, That's Militia. two guys.
8: That's yeah.
6: two guys. Well, one coach, one player. Boom. No, oh, okay. Now
8: you're changing. Oh, my God. You're like not that.
6: changing anything, Lisa. You're so sassy. You How dare you? Why are you so sassy? What's wrong with you?
8: Listen, I just, I just want to say one thing. I want to say Muma. okay? That's just something special for me. But um, what do you call? Um, you crazy, you know that? I like you, though. I love listening to you because you cray-cray, man. I'm
6: not crazy at all. What have I said that's crazy? I haven't said anything crazy. That's wrong. That's an erroneous and what, statement.
8: And, wh- and when you said a deal with only one helmet, what about when they wear those funky uniforms and they use different helmets?
6: No, they don't use different right. helmets. They ha- since 2013, you've only gotten one helmet. That's it. Now they can take the stickers on, off the helmet, but you only get one helmet for the entire oh, so you season. Can take, That's it. Oh,
8: you can, I didn't know they could take the stickers off. Okay. Okay. So you didn't say that. That'd be specific. Now, Lisa. You know? Lisa. Benito. 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 Tomorrow I'm going go, to go eat my favorite
6: pizza. Is that right? you know going eat your pizza? Yeah. How many toppings yeah, tomorrow are in I'm pizza?
8: Going, yeah. My friends are taking me out to eat. Yeah. All right. I, I, got, great, I got great friends. But you have a good night because I'm
6: home and I'm going to bed. Go to bed, Lisa. Thank you. Man. All right. Uh, Let's go to – who do we have? Chemtrail Manual is next on the Ben Maller Show. Hello, Chemtrail. In San
12: Antonio. (laughs) (laughs) I dig that. Thank you, Roberto. Ben, good to hear from you. I'm glad you're letting me on, but I got some information for you from San Antonio. As for the, the trailblazer job, yeah, they say yeah. they say that, that, that uh Jody, the owner, uh wants a Becky Hammond, but mm-hmm. but she's gonna let the general manager pick him and he wants Chauncey Billups.
6: Oh so those are
12: the so those are the two that are that are that are up for grabs on the on the trailblazers.
6: Coop, can you tweet that out? We are getting breaking news here from Chemtrail Manual that the Portland Trailblazers owner wants breaking Becky Hammond from Fox Sports. But will be overruled by the general manager.
12: According yeah, to be, Manual. Yeah, because according to her, she says she's letting the general manager make the decision, but she would really like Becky Hammond. But
6: now, Manuel, do you really believe that? If you own an if you own an NBA teammate, if I, I allowed you to own the San Antonio Spurs and you had a coaching opening. And you wanted someone to be the coach, and you owned the team. Are you telling me that you would allow someone else to pick the coach? I
12: wouldn't. I wouldn't either. I, I mean, I would yeah. be with you, uh, man. If that's I want somebody, that sounds like I that owner. Somebody.
6: That sounds like that owner's blowing smoke. Is what that sounds like to me.
12: Well, this is this is from two two uh, organizations here in San Antonio that do talk show radio, and uh, they. Well, if it's they, on they, talk they radio, from, listen. Uh, let me tell
6: you, man. If it's on talk radio, yeah, it's true. Okay, that yeah. is the last bastion of trueness. <laughs> okay.
12: no, no, I, I no, no, always no.
6: get my news from sports talk radio.
12: I do. You better believe it. I listen right. to you guys. That's it, 24 hours.
6: I don't believe newspapers, the fake news media, news television. It's all biased, but sports radio, that's mm-hmm. pure, pure salt of the earth, the nectar of the gods.
12: That's right. That is right. All right, thank Especially you. Especially like somebody like me that can't see TV or nothing, you know. Are you blind wait, too? Are you blind? I'm I'm uh, I'm half and half.
6: Well, well no, you. It's kind of like being pregnant. You're either pregnant or you're not. You're either blind or like what? Do you, what, <laughs> what do you mean you're?
12: What, what, well, I can. I got like fifty percent percent of my eyes still there. Okay, so you can see, but you just don't see well. I I don't see well at all. No, I got no, you. I got you. That's okay. Awesome. Now here's right. another one. Well, here's another one I got. But for wait, you.
6: there's more. But wait, there's yeah,
12: more. Yeah, I got I got one more. Okay. You say that, that they're getting hard on the pitchers for, for the putting stuff on the ball. But well, I didn't, I didn't that,
6: phrase it like that, but yes.
12: But doesn't the spider tech go on the hands? And if it's on the hands and stays on the hands to help the pitchers grab grip on the ball, it's just to help them get a grip on the ball. As the same as Pine Tar and is the same as Rosin. Yeah, see, so the problem is, man, you're, so you're, why,
6: you're, you're repeating the talking points of the players. That's what they're saying. Yeah
12: but, yeah, but why why do they say that it's putting stuff on the ball when you're not? Well,
6: uh, it's very simple. There's uh, there's, Look up the spin rate of Garrett Richards. He's a pitcher for the Red Sox, and he openly admitted mm-hmm. using spider tack, and then now he can't use it because it's been banned now, and so his spin rate has dropped like 500 or something, 500% or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. It's a performance enhancer. All right, I got to go. Thank you, Emmanuel. I appreciate that. Half-blind, manual.
7: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
6: Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the fifth hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
3: What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first take.
2: You can listen to the Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
9: Did you see, Ben? The what? Seattle Kraken have their first ever head coach. I don't approve of this, Eddie. It's not the guy I wanted. Who did you want? Tortorella, Mike Keenan? Oh,
6: yeah, no, Twitter. or Keenan. My love Those are balls. my guys. Mike Milbury, uh, oh, Keenan, and Tortorella. Those are my three favorite coaches. Oh, boy. Right uh, yeah.
9: yeah, They, I, I don't approve of this either, to be honest with you. Dave Haxtell is the uh hire in, in Seattle. He was in Philly, right? He was the old uh, Yeah, Flyers well, he was a longtime coach at the University of North Dakota. So he was a really great college coach. He got a shot in the NHL with the Flyers, was there for three and a half seasons. Uh I think they made How the playoffs once. Out? Not not that yeah. great. Not that great. So uh yeah he was a highly thought of guy in college. And so far yeah, to say that it's a bad hire. The Kraken have cracked. 134, 101 and 42 the record. That's a uh, 560 uh Point percentage there for Dave Haxel, so eh, nothing, nothing real exciting. I would, I would have gone like Bruce Boudreau or maybe Claude Julien. So are we going to see
6: Eddie now? The last we're NHL talking. expansion team, the Las Vegas uh, team, the, the Knights there, the Golden Knights. They were um, they've been amazing since they started as an expansion. Team. Are, are they going to handicap Seattle? Are we allowed to use that word? Are they going to go to make Seattle bad? <laughs> I don't know what we're allowed to use or not. I don't nod. know. That's, I don't, I that's don't know. a good
9: point. Um, yeah. No, no. I, As a matter of fact, I think that the, the, the Saddle Kraken will contend for a playoff spot in their first year. Oh, really? Yeah. The, right the, away, the West, huh? the, the, the Pacific Division is not very good. No, nah, I mean. the
6: Kings are back, Eddie. The Kings are back. Next nah. year's a big year for the Kings. Nah, big year for the LA Kings. Yeah. They're coming
9: back. I don't think they'll be back next year. Maybe the year nah, after. No, they will be back. Maybe the year after. No, nah, no. Nah, a lot of young guys still haven't. They're, uh, they're ripening on the vine a little bit. Uh, taking a little bit long to ripen there. The young guys aren't. They're not doing much at the well, end of the Well, some of the
6: fruit right. doesn't ripen, Eddie. It's, uh, it goes true. bad. I right know. Away, that, I that's true. By the way, that's the problem with the young players. All right. Thank you for that, Eddie. It is the Ben Maller Show as we press on. We've got jokes. Lots of jokes. All kinds of jokes. Night, <laughs>
7: knock, knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week who? It's Big Ben's lame joke of the week.
6: So we did do Lame Jokes last week, a rare and appropriate day away from my catbird seat in the overnight. But the jokes are back. We thank the joke writers for submitting their jokes. Here we go. These are actual jokes sent by actual listeners. If you're easily triggered by comedy, if you don't have the funny bone, I get it. Just give us a break, okay? Yeah, turn the radio down for a little bit. Give us about 20 minutes. All right. So uh, did you hear that Lizzo has a new exclusive performance venue? I did not hear that. Yes, it's in San Diego at SeaWorld. Uh, <laughs> Gordon in Tacoma. What uh, what goes from zero to a hundred like real quick? Uh, I don't know what what does that. Lizzo's weight after a Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> what does Lizzo like more than being fat trained I don't know. What does she like more? She likes to be fed. <laughs> so, surfer Todd, the comedian. Did you hear that Lizzo recently visited the Metropolitan Museum in New York? I did not hear that, no. Yes, witnesses stayed. It was a total eclipse of the art. (laughs) Smiling Josh, the 319 native, sent that one in. He also sent this one in. Did you you know that Jeffrey Toobin was recently rehired over at CNN? Uh, Yeah, I did see that, actually, yeah. Yeah, instead of legal analyst, he'll be their uh, on-air self-help guru. (laughs) He does know how to help himself. Yes, he does. Uh, well, most of us do, Eddie. We just don't do it on camera. All right. What is an Irish uh, cannibal's favorite snack?
9: Hmm. An Irish cannibal's favorite snack is what? The McRib.
6: Come on, Eddie. That's easy. That's, that's a good joke. I've never uh, had one. I've never had one either. That's just Josh. The, isn't the sauce yeah. what's the key to that? Like the actual—if you look at the actual uh, meat part of it, you probably wouldn't. Know. Your, what's I, what's thoughts, I, I, lo- I love the McRib, oh, it's but
9: nice. it's the sauce that does it. No, All right. oh well, yeah, the sauce <laughs> is great. <laughs> Roberto will eat like you know pig intestines. But yeah. yeah, McRib is disgusting. He'll yeah. eat well, cow feed,
6: But thing. when it comes to the McRib, <laughs> that's it. I also it's like onions too. So you like onions? Yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. What does Joe Biden do uh, when he hears G seven? I don't know. What does he do? President Biden yells, bingo! Just like that. uh, Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. (laughs) That's a dumb joke. All right. Uh, Did you hear that Cole Beasley would rather retire than get a shot? I did hear that, yeah. Yes, this confounds beer-drinking Brian. He'd rather have a shot than retire. (laughs) That's uh, Inca Terror. Uh, What kind of grade did Marcel give to the Astros player?
9: Uh, I don't know. What kind of grade did he give?
6: FL Tube, FL Tube. just like that. Okay. Kurt from Earth. Uh, what do a giraffe handler and 76ers fan have in common? Uh, I don't know. What do they have in common? They both see a lot of air balls. <laughs> so Bill, Bill from Iowa. I was thinking about sending this one to Coop. Maybe. Maybe I will send that to Coop. I got some other jokes here. <laughs> what, what what are you getting at there, Coop? You, did no, you I, see this one? I Hold did. On I did. The, uh, send it to you real quick, see if you want to use that one. Uh, that's a solid joke. That's a, that's a Bill from Iowa joke. It's a good joke. Uh, what is the difference between Scotty and Lars uh, Pippen? Uh, I don't yeah, know. What's... The wife there. Uh, one takes shots at all the NBA players, and one takes shots from them. So that's, uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Bill from Iowa. Bill from Iowa. Uh, why did Deshaun Watson become a quarterback instead of a kicker? Uh, I don't know why. Because he'd rather hand off than split the uprights. So that's true. Uh, <laughs> Gordon and Tacoma. <laughs> Gordon Cool, you wanna you wanna use that? Nah. You, no, you don't want to use it. Oh, okay. You're not gonna use that joke. Interesting. Uh what is the first thing uh, choke artist Doc Rivers and Ben Simmons are going to work
9: on this offseason? I don't know. What are they going to work on?
6: Yeah, be learning the Heimlich maneuver, Eddie, is what they'll learning. That's James the Machinist. Well, the LPGA was shocked to see a homeless camp growing outside their Portland tournament site. See that? No, I didn't see that. It wasn't actually the homeless that shocked them. It's just that anyone was lined up outside their tournament. They were. They couldn't believe it. The George in Rochester, Minnesota. Why didn't Jim Beheim? Uh, why didn't his driving career flourish, Eddie? Oh, boy. I don't know. Why is that? Uh, apparently, he's just a one-hit wonder. <laughs> it's uh, Kurt from Earth. Apparently, Alice Caruso is glad that he got arrested, Eddie. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he was really looking forward to going to the joint. <laughs> 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 so dumb. It's good. That's Kurt from Earth. We sent that one in. What would you have if Justin in Cincinnati, Lizzo, and Rob Manford were in the same room? Uh, I don't know. A smart ass, a fat ass, and a dumb dumbass. Ass. There, you go. there you go. That's a, that's Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. Why don't we pause for the cause we'll have another long segment of Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week? Actual jokes from actual listeners like yourself for the rest of
7: the hour. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. We are
9: always looking to proliferate the Mallor Militia, help our grassroots movement, add new listeners to the Ben Mallor Show, support our noble efforts by posting comments about the show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all other social media. You have the power to influence others to join the cult of the Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
6: As we weave our magic with the lame jokes, Coop, you got any jokes here that you like? Anything? No, not really. You don't, I sent you like a, a bunch of, you didn't like any of those? You sent more? Yeah, I sent you a bunch on your, uh, yeah. Oh, I, I didn't, Oh like oh, I, oh, my, God, my, God, my cool. phone didn't I, buzz. Did... How dare you. Let me look at these. All right, Coop's going to look at those, see if he wants to read any of those. All right, so what do squirrels and listeners of the Ben Maller podcast have in common? I don't know. Something to do with nuts. Eddie? <laughs> they keep coming for the nuts, Eddie. They keep, have you heard that joke before? That's just Josh. <laughs> I just somehow
9: yeah. figured it out. I'm that smart.
6: What do you get when you put 50 punk podcast listeners in one room, tough guy? What do you get? Uh, I don't know. A full set of teeth. Boom! That's a disposable horse napkins. Sent that one in. Uh, How do you offend weed man hippie? Huh?
9: Offer him a job?
6: No, no. Tell him a knock knock joke. He doesn't. He doesn't know what that means. That's uh, Aussie momentum. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. How do you know Tammy in Montana is fat?
9: I I don't know. How do you
6: know that? Bears hide their food in the woods. That's uh, that's how you know. That's uh, Aussie momentum. Very nice there. What's the best way to get hollering James to lose weight? Uh, I don't know. Get the ice cream van guy to keep driving. uh, momentum again. Uh, Another Tammy in Montana is a fat joke. I think we'll skip over that one. Let's see here. Page down. Why is Weed Man's nickname the subway guy? Uh, I don't know why. Apparently he has poor quality meat and the uh, lies about being uh, six, six inches, Eddie. So he lies about that. That's. Uh,
8: oh.
6: awesome. I like that we're still getting weed man jokes and he quit the show after he embezzled money from Rob in Vegas allegedly oh. and, and then lied
9: about it afterwards.
6: Yeah, and then when Coop went to Miami, he vanished. Shocking. Uh, what could have been worse than hollering James dropping his phone into a bucket of <laughs> urine?
9: <laughs> I don't know what's worse than that.
6: <laughs> Kicking the bucket, Eddie. Come on. Man. That's <laughs> obvious. <That's> a... <laughs> Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. What is Jed Who Fled's favorite musical group of all time? Hmm, good question. I don't know. He likes the Crystal Method. Oh, ah, fan there. That's a... Yes. David Mill Valley, Coop, anything over there, Coop?
11: Uh... Look, of all of these, there's there's only one that's really funny, and that's the one that I can't say. Okay, right. but I mean, look, I'll uh, read. I'll read this one. It is no, called. It, it is it. called lame jokes. Yeah, that's the uh, point. What What do you call a stoner having a seizure? I don't know. Shake and bake.
7: <laughs> it's from Blade. There
6: you go. Uh, how does Brian Finley give an update when uh, I'm not around, Eddie? Uh, I don't know. How does he do that? With no interruptions.
9: Interruptions,
6: That's just just Josh. Uh, How did Brian Finley leave Blind Scott's house? I don't know. How did he leave his house? With a splinter and a smile. (laughs) Why was Tammy Montana shocked when she went to see Dick and Dayton perform? I, I don't know. Why was she shocked? Well, apparently it wasn't a banjo he was holding on his knee there. It was a wild egg. I don't know what it was. That's uh, just Josh. There it is, the Kettering Banjo Society. Let's see here. Uh, what is the one thing Sir Scratchoff's mom wish uh, wishes uh, he had been hooked on while growing up?
9: Uh, I don't know.
6: Phonics. <laughs> uh, why did Sir Scratchoff's dad walk him to school as a kid? I don't know. According to just Josh, they were both the same age. So, <laughs> to... All right, that's it. There it is, Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the
1: Week.